This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. So we, we stay the course here. The trick here will be, uh, you know, we're going into really two games in, you know, 14 days or whatever. That's more of a trick than anything else. But I know this, the most important game is this one coming, and it's the Giants. And so we got to do whatever we need to do to prepare for this one and worry about, you know, Thanksgiving after that. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday, presented, of course, by BetMGM. It's Futures Day. Jason Scott later in the show from BetMGM, VP of Trading. He'll join us to talk about the NFL, college football, as we progress throughout the season. Michael Felder on the national title picture and maybe a thought on Paul's Drake May uh, 100 to 1 Heisman Trophy ticket. So we'll get to all that coming up. Right now, let's talk some T futures here, Aaron. We just heard from Dan Campbell with My Lions, who have I, I mentioned that, you know, there may be an outside chance to make a run towards the playoffs, two straight wins, and the schedule is light. So we'll, we'll see where the Lions finish here. But it's interesting. We're, we're at that part of the season now where the playoff picture comes into focus. Like you kind of search the standings and they show you the playoff picture because we're that we're over the halfway yeah. part of the season. I have it bookmarked. There you go. Well, you mentioned the commander. You mentioned the commanders. Let's talk about the idea of all four teams in the NFC making the playoffs. Is it possible? Is it likely? Where are we? So right now, it looks like three. Right, three have a really excellent chance to make the playoffs. If the season ended today, Eagles one seed, Giants five seed, Cowboys six seed. Now, as of this moment, the Commanders are right on the outside looking in. They're five and five. The Niners are five and four. Uh, mm-hmm. So the commanders are a half a game back of of San Francisco. Can this happen? My, my thought is it's possible. I mean, the, the commanders have played way better with Heineken than they were at Wentz. The only thing is these teams play each other down the stretch of the season. So we kind of need Washington to really get on a roll because you figure like the Giants could afford a loss. The Cowboys could probably afford a loss. The commanders got to keep winning games here to make this happen. Yeah. Yeah, at five and five, they're on the bubble. I do think, you know, they're on the rise, but it's going to be tough. Like, the Cowboys are really going to have to fall out of this, or maybe the Niners, possibly the Giants, but they keep finding ways to win too. And at seven and two, it's hard to know which team this could be. I mean, at, for a while, it was looking like it could be the Bucks falling out of the playoff picture. And now, Look, Tom Brady was vintage Tom Brady and the Bucks. you know, maybe they're going to turn things around. So I don't know. Honestly, Joe, I think it could be a lot of these teams. There's not many NFC teams that I truly trust. I mean, 
it could be the Seahawks. It could be the Bucks. It could be the Giants. Maybe things fall apart for the Cowboys. The Niners, they seem a little more stable. I don't know. I just have this feeling they are, they're going to keep rising up, even though they have that seven seed right now. I could see them moving up. But um, I think there's a handful of teams, you know, uh, in the second half of the season. We need to see who they are and some consistency. Yeah, course, I health- um well, health's a big part of it. Right? Injuries start coming into play. Maybe teams that were yeah. healthy get injured. I the, the commanders thing is interesting because they've we they've played certainly better with Heineke. And their schedule, Aaron, is pretty light. I just pull up their schedule here. Like they host they, me, they go to te- they go to the Texans on Sunday. Then they host the Falcons. Then they play the Giants in back-to-back games with a bye in between. And then, I mean, they they have one really tough game the rest of the season. I would say at the 49ers. Uh, they host the Browns. They host the Cowboys. This commander say is kind of interesting because, so, you know, if they have a shot. They have more of a shot than I thought they did two weeks ago, for sure. Who has the toughest remaining schedule out of these, you know, top eight or nine teams because i mean what's the packers schedule like is that tough because i mean they could we could be talking about the packers getting that spot as well instead of the commanders yeah i mean the packers it's a little bit more challenging i guess than the commanders but it's not much uh they host the titans this week on thursday night now they're their favorites despite titans have a better record they go to the eagles tough game they play the bears they host the rams they go to Miami on Christmas. That's obviously a tough game. They host mm-hmm. the Vikings. They host the Lions. I mean, it's challenging, but I wouldn't call it overwhelming when you just kind of look at it that way. And I would say the Niners' remaining schedule is what you just described, challenging but not overwhelming. I mean, some of these games could really go either way. I think that Miami game will be tough. Tampa could be tough. Seattle. Other than that, Maybe they split with Arizona, Washington. It's hard to say. Vegas is, I mean, that should be a layup. But <laughs> the way Vegas has looked. <laughs> My instinct is no, all four teams will not make it. It's just too hard because they play each other down the stretch of the season, right? They're just going to beat each other up. But yeah. I do think well, it's that's possible. the reason why it's never happened. But, yeah, it's just exciting to see, you know, all – I think we thought – Many thought this could have been the worst division before the season started. I think if if I were to show you the standings right now, and but I said to you, what division is this before the season? You you probably would have said the AFC West. Yeah, right? there's an eight and one, seven and two, six and three, five and five. You would have said, oh, that's the AFC West, right? The Chiefs or Chargers or Broncos or Raiders. No, it's the NFC East. It's Heineke and. Daniel Jones and Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott and Cooper Rush. That's this division. It's the best in football right now. It's funny. Man, it is funny. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, and who would have thought Russ? I mean, all the hype about Broncos are going to the Super Bowl because now they have Russell Wilson, and they're looking like one of the worst teams in the entire league. Got to love the NFL for that. So speaking of them, I, I thought I, I had a win total here I wanted to bring up, an updated win total. Let's go to the Broncos because you could find them this morning. Updated win total under six and a half. I think Mm -hmm. after the first week of the season, I think I took them at under nine and a half. And I'm going to go back to the well. I think it's time to double down and go again under six and a half total wins for the Denver Broncos. 
They have three right now. Three we, you know, we've talked yeah. about the idea of them losing out the rest of the season. Obviously, it'd be under six and a half by a mile. But I mean, oh, so their yeah. I don't know how they're getting four more. I'm looking at this schedule. Woof. Yeah, where are the four more? Like, all right, maybe they beat Vegas. Las Vegas at home on Sunday. Carolina, two. May- okay. Not Baltimore, not Kansas City. Arizona, let's just say there. Maybe, maybe the Rams. I maybe, maybe don't, don't you think four. the don't think, maybe, but don't you think the Rams look at them and say that's a team we could beat? Like we we're gonna beat the Broncos at home on. on and I'm sure um, the Cardinals thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah. it'll Paul, it could be sweaty. It could be sweaty. <laughs> Broncos under the six and a half. So I also jumped on the nine and a half, which is why I'm. Like, that's a win. Like, there's no right, world where that's not a win. Um, I I mean, I am, despite my orange uh, paraphernalia today, I am Mr. Fade the Broncos. Like, I am all out on the Broncos. Those four games, like, they could both go either way. I think, honestly, I, I would rather kind of just hit the money line on the Raiders, which I will mm. do. Hit the money line on the Panthers. Um, and then Cardinals, Rams, you kind of see where you're at. Because if you're going against Wolfie and McCoy, McCoy actually looked all right last week. It is like you're right on the number, which is why the number is where it's at. And like, who knows? Maybe the Chargers are absolutely dead and you get a garbage win in the Could last be. week of the season too. Um, so if I did not have uh, – I'm a little – you know, annoyed that I didn't follow my conviction and hit it again at eight and a half. But I, right. I don't think just because I've got the position at nine and a half, I'm not going to hit it again at six and a half. But I, I understand the case. I think they absolutely could lose out. If nothing else, I think it's going to be you're going to come down to one either way. Like you'll, you'll probably come down to that last game of the season. So we're talking about a six or seven win team for the Broncos this year. That's what right. it feels like. Your six worst case scenario is you're sweating out you know, one of those last two games. I think this, I think it's a great bet, but it's going to be sweaty, but rooting for Russ to lose. How much fun <laughs> this is that? Is, right. And this just is like one of those teams. Like it's a Murphy's law year. Like you see it with teams, you know, all the time, like a naggy season, you know, chip Kelly a little bit, or, you know, the Kubiak last year um, in Houston, like this, everything goes wrong. And mm-hmm. it's just one of those years for them. And they got how many more years? Four more years? Whatever it is. With oh, my I still can't believe he got that contract. Oh, my God. And they paid him early. They didn't have to. They could have played this year yeah. out. I would have, have definitely anything. waited. I still am shocked by that. Dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Yeah. All right. The other market I was looking at besides win totals, updated win totals, is the Super Bowl and conference markets. Like, just if, if there's anything yeah. standing out to us, Aaron, after we get through now, you know, another week of the season. So right now we're sitting at the Bills are the favorites still in the AFC despite, you know, three losses right now. Despite being in third place, we're still with the Bills as the favorite in the AFC and the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Bills at plus 400, Chiefs plus 450, Eagles plus 600, Niners plus 850 as your four favorites right now. I I still think that's right. I still think those are the four favorites, but I I think it's a good number on Baltimore at 12 to 1. Same. And – that's that. Vikings? Is that the one for you too? I looked at Vikings and Baltimore, both at twelve to one. That's what I had marked for this segment. That I was like, Ooh, 
Those are speaking my name. Should I place the bets? Because I could see I could see a path for both of those two. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Well, they both could get the number one seeds. Right? The Eagles trip up again. The Vikings certainly could get the number one seed. And we talked last week, Paul, about the Ravens' path to the number one seed. It's it's there for them. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. One place has Chiefs and Bills as co-favorites now for the Super Bowl. Um, I like, wow. again, I don't think that was just a one-off. Like, they lost in the most excruciating fashion the Bills did. There's some, there's some flies in the ointment there. Like, I think the Ravens are in a good spot. I think the Chiefs are in a good spot. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I'm on the opposite side with the Vikings. Like, I am just looking for a spot to fade them because – I mean, wow. how was that? Was like Minnesota Miracle Part Two. Like they, this team, when it's not in the playoffs and they're not in Philadelphia, they just get so lucky. So did Joe tell you to say this? I feel like he, he texted not. you. He did not. I did look at the DVOA rankings this morning, and this is what like right before our show, and this is why I jumped out because when you look at Minnesota, they are 16th in overall DVOA. That is around teams like Cleveland, mm. Jacksonville, my guys, Atlanta, Detroit, the Giants, another team we think is kind of fraudulent, and then the Steelers, and then our Broncos. Like, I just think they're, they're, they've won a lot of one-score games. We've talked about that. They keep finding ways to win, which there's certainly some – like if this were the playoffs and they kept finding these ways to win, then it would be like, all right, yeah, hey, maybe Team of Destiny, that sort of thing. I think – Cowboys I'm on the then. Cowboys this week. Yes, yeah, I'm I knew on the Cowboys it. I this knew week. you were going there. Yeah, yeah I could see I, it, and you're getting better value. Yeah, I mean, you basically need the Cowboys to win the game, and I just I'm looking for a tricky spot for Minnesota in the playoffs. Like, I don't know, maybe a six seed, seven seed. I don't know if like I'd have to look closer. Like, I don't know if the Seahawks are like a great matchup, um, but something like that, I would not be shocked if Minnesota faltered Kirk throws you know three picks that sort of thing does the head coach with the Cowboys concern you I just feel like from covering NFC East teams the Cowboys always find a way to mess things up it's just inevitable it's like when are they finally even like you look at their DVOA what are they total fourth yeah four yeah so on paper it's all there but somehow I just have a hard time putting real dollars on the Cowboys. That was the angle that was back here all of last week. McCarthy, (laughs) McCarthy, McCarthy. And I just like ignored it. And I, you know, so yes, a hundred percent. I mean, two touchdown lead. What else can you really say about? Yes. I do not trust Mike McCarthy in the least. Yeah. So uh, Paul mentioned DVOA that I'm looking for the biggest gap between like good DVOA and, and the longer odds. And yeah. the one that stands out to me, Seattle, and they didn't even have a great game on, on you know, Sunday in, in Germany against the Bucks. They're sixth right now in DVOA. They're still a top 10 team. Mm-hmm. They are 50 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. 50 to 1 in an NFC you know, where we're where? just, we're, we just, 
we just talked openly about how the number two team in the NFC we can't wait to fade. Like, it's wide open in the NFC. Like, some, we could have someone in a conference title game in the NFC. You're like, really? And if you just want to go to the NFC, they're 18-1 to 1 to win the NFC. Well, weren't the Bengals something crazy like that at one point last season? And they made the Super Bowl, you know? Yeah. Yep. I, weren't they, they were like 40-1, to 1, weren't they? Th- th- yeah. Probably like yeah. the beginning of December, not that far from right now. Yeah, exactly. So, not a 50 to 1 feels like a value yeah, bet. Yeah. It's not a perfect sure. comparison, but like the Seahawks, not so much. I think the Falcons are, eh, but the Seahawks feel like they could be this year's Bengals, like something like that. Yep. I could yep. see that. Yeah, I could too, right? They get in, they win a weird NFC title game against the Eagles or the Vikings. You know, and it's Smith like, against Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. I love Pete Carroll, but oof, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun, though. That would be fun. All right, Joe G, Aaron Hawks, or Becuel. Dylan will go off the board next, right here on the Becuel Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.